and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to, again, empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram at The LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.com. Hey, everybody. Monica here. Welcome back to the LYF podcast. And I'm super happy and excited to be accompanied today by Phil Malinao. He is LYF's wellness specialist, and he's also a licensed massage therapist. So many of you have seen him. I'm seeing at our, our events, also massaging, always in the corner of our events and just bring all the good vibes. So, so, so happy to have him here with me today. So hello, Phil. <laughs> Hello, Monica. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling great this morning. I just did all my wellness stuff that I do when I first wake up. So I'm feeling ready. Feeling fresh. To discuss. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about our theme that we had this month, um, which was all about the importance of accountability and how accountability ties into community and how it really goes hand in hand. So to start, we're going to talk about what is accountability for us currently in our daily lives. So would you like to take it away first, Phil? Yeah, for sure. I'm really glad you asked that question. I've been on a current uh, journey of finding more ways to be accountable for my own, you know, wellness for myself and accountability for, of course, on, on multiple levels, accountability for my living situation with my roommates, my accountability for, you know, uh, visiting family, friends, and of course, community. And I'll tell you, you know, honestly, that at the moment, like, my accountability is, is not 100%. You know, I, I could do better in other areas with particular close close friends that I want to catch up with certain community aspects because uh, we you know we can't put all of our eggs in one basket but even then that's also an accountability that we can learn well I've been learning to do too so right now my accountability for my self growth has been excellent in terms of carrying out my vision for myself and my life I've always been finding or been really hard on myself determining how I want to live my life. Um, and before I used to go about it by trying to be something, um, I had to be this level of, uh, of knowledge in order to do this. I had to be a particular uh, person to, to pursue certain dreams or community aspects. But a lot of my self-love practices helped me become more accountable in terms of just knowing my moment-to-moment experience in order to pursue you know, what I want to do, which, which right now it sounds simple. I just want to buy some land. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> and and from there, you know, keeping my health in order, keeping my learning uh, continuous, you know, and it's it always feels like there's an endless things to be to hold myself accountable for. And then sometimes, you know, that can that can really make me feel inadequate at times if I'm not too careful, mm-hmm. if I'm like holding myself accountable to a particular level that's maybe at the moment well, is more, is more difficult maybe because of due to uh, certain mental health stuff, you know, like maybe sometimes I'm in a, in a, in a low rut on a low vibrational form. And at those times, it's it maybe even be harder for me to be accountable for my, my wellness or for community outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I learned that guys have to take it one moment at a time. That's what it looks like. And I, I'm very hopeful to continue getting better. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm much more kind to myself, even when I do admit faults in my accountability. And I'm very helpful. Uh, and it's very helpful when I have friends and family who help me be accountable as well. Like that's something that I think I need to allow into my life more is, um, is help uh, mm-hmm. from other people other friends and family and I feel like that's like that's always my opportunity yeah at least that's what it feels like right now um but thanks so much Phil for for sharing and for being vulnerable and really with it um for me right now when it comes to self um I have to say it is pretty good as well I'm happy and and I'm happy to see where where I'm at like all the different practices that I do now and it, I was just contemplating that this morning too. I'm like, wow, how it's evolved so much, you know, and I have my, the Ashtanga practice, the Ashtanga yoga. Um, then I also journal, practicing gratitude um, yeah. every day. And then since August, I've been on the Reiki path. So I, I became, Yay. I became a certified uh, into level two Reiki. So I've been doing that, giving that to myself every day. So I feel like a combination of all these practices have helped me, especially the Reiki, because I did go through a period where I wasn't practicing. I went through like maybe a week where I wasn't practicing yoga, but I was still doing the the, the Reiki and I was still meditating. Um, but I noticed just how, like where I was at um, during that time. And I, I get really hard on myself sometimes when I d- maybe don't do all the things that I want to do when it comes to uh, these practices. But that, that in and in on itself, I think is a really good lesson because um, we're just not always going to do it. Ideally, you know, we're human and sometimes, you know, whatever, maybe laziness creeps in or whatever else creeps in. And, and like what you were saying earlier, it's, being kind to yourself when you, when you're going through that. And as far as other things, accountability and friendships and family, um, same, like, I think I've, I think since I've been over here in Spain now for a little while, I made, made sure to connect as often as I can with the people that I love. And I understand like with the time difference and all that, it can be a little bit difficult sometimes, but any effort, you know, I always appreciate. And for me, just feeling that love and connection, even if it's from afar, um, really helps me mentally. Because as a, as a very social person that I am, 
I have to say one of my biggest obstacles and challenges this year has been not being able to be in groups and and it's I think I'm at a point where um, I think I've grown and I and I and I've understood I've even had like conversations with myself where I'm like okay I understand this whole uh, like being a homebody like I get it like like once you have like a good you know routine at your home it, it's there is a sense of peace with it. And I didn't know that. I didn't really have that before. So again, it's definitely been hard at times, but at the same time, I think even just being on my own has pushed me again to just the accountability of like taking care of the home, little things like that, uh, errands that you have to do, making sure you stay on top of your finances, all those things. And it's amazing just how it all really just starts in the mind. And if you're, if it it all starts there. So it's like, if you're not good up here in in the brain, then it's just, it's all, it's just not going to work. So that's always my motivation really to stay on top of these practices because I know it helps me function and show up in my life and then be able to show up in, in, the, in the lives of other people that I care about. I like that. Yes, thank you for sharing that too. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you mentioned all of your, your practices like Ashtanga and, and congrats on your Reiki level two. Thank you. And meditation. Yeah, uh, starting with the mind. Uh, I, I believe that that is, is most definitely true too. You know, when... When I don't, when I have moments of self-doubt, that's where, you know, accountability can start to fall through the cracks and vice versa too. Sometimes I've tried different ways, you know, to be accountable for my day. For example, writing, you know, like, like a checklist for the day or a schedule for the day. And those are, those are really fun to do. And it really helps prime up your day. But then like, you know, it's easy to fall into a trap where, you know, maybe you couldn't get one or two things on the list. And then, you know, and you can self-sabotage yourself by, you know, by being too critical for missing those few things. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a certain amount of grace and flexibility, accountability. I think when we say that, like, well, when I say it, I used to think about it as, you know, you're you're either in or you're out in Mm -hmm. in one aspect, which is true. Uh, But of course, you know, there's, like there's so many things to be accountable that we want to be accountable in our lives that we have to allow things to kind of just fall into place too as well. You know, if you think about it, accountability is really um, our immediate action to put things in place in our life the way we want to, if that sounds right. That, that's at least that's what's coming to mind. But of course, you know, uh, no, no, no human is an island. So it's, it's, it's always, that's why, that's why like I have to take it as at a moment by moment experience because, you know, you never know what's going to come around the corner. Um, And things like meditation and physical fitness and pursuing other, other arts helps me Mm -hmm. to feel good, to feel whole. And that allows me to take steps towards being more accountable. For me, like meditation allows me to reset, help me reset my default mode at any time especially if if there's time like for example i watched a movie with my parents yesterday and it was a pretty um very emotionally driven movie and at the end of it i was you know i I was thinking all sorts of things and you know not you know it, it was not a downer but very heavy and i needed to reset my brain so i way i can get ready to go to sleep and sleep well So meditation allowed me to, or was a tool that, you know, I use to 
help pretty much reset my brain for the evening and clear out those thoughts for to save for another time. And of course, like, you know, utilizing uh, physical fitness to help my body move, move about this world more fluidly, helping, for example, stretching my body helps me open up my mind and my heart to conversations mm-hmm. and to, and to, and, and helps me open up my mind to doing the things that I, I want to be accountable for, to, that I choose to be accountable for. But yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, what came to mind too is uh, for me lately, I've been really, I've, one of my favorite poems is by Rumi. It's called The Guest House. In essence, the poem talks about welcoming all emotions every day and to treat your, okay. to treat your body as a home. So like, and the emotions being guests and how each emotion comes from beyond to teach you a lesson and to welcome them. And that that poem, I've loved that poem now for some years. A good friend of mine showed it to me. And uh, lately, it's been coming up a lot. because I've been really paying attention to the negative self-talk, you know, that we, that we all have. And that's why, like, meditation, obviously, as you know, helps us through that. Um, but lately I've been trying to catch myself more with that, like in being accountable to my own self of like, oh, okay, there's the negative chatter coming in and to not have to believe it. And to remember that um, those are stories at the end of the day, everything that comes through our mind is trying to, you know, catch our attention. Some of it's positive. Some of it is more negative, but it's just at the end of the day, just thoughts and just remembering, right. That we're, we're that witness behind it. So lately I've been, yeah. it's like, I've known this for a little while, but it's like, it's almost like it's coming again full at, at the, at the forefront of my mind to, to remember and be accountable for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really, I like that. What you said uh, from Romy. Cause like, yeah, like at the end of the day, you know, when, when one is doing everything they need to do to be accountable, like for example, you know, like if I, for example, if I want to go to the gym, right, and I don't feel like it or thoughts of doing other things come up at, or my mind is simply just paying attention to the tiredness I might feel, you know, in order to be accountable for myself, I'm in the end, I'm going to have to choose past those things, choosing past the story that my my brain, my default mode from years and habits past want to make me do that you know it almost sounds a little discompassionate to to in the end where sometimes like i have to just ignore my those things and it it might sound sometimes sometimes when i when i explain this to people it might seem like it's a cold you have to become a robot to do those things but no and now i've come to i've changed my perception on that and it's to me it feels more like i'm i that's the most compassionate thing you can do is to acknowledge those feelings and thoughts that surface that we have no, well, I find I have no control of seeing, but I do have control over uh, what I choose to focus in on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, kind of like an ocean where all these different waves or ripples are, are different thoughts and emotions, but there's one particular current that I need to focus on right now. But all of those things are, are still a part of the ocean, but none of those things by themselves are the ocean. You know? yes. so, and that's why I feel like meditation 
really it does. And I'm always going to be a meditation advocate. Same. Uh, it's like a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, and that's, I can see that how meditation has helped you just catch yourself, right? Like I remember there was a time when I wouldn't catch myself, but I remember those times where I like, I would just allow those conversations mm-hmm. of negative self-talk to grow and fester and gain strength over my, my compassion towards myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're waking, we're waking up. Yeah. Thank goodness. Definitely makes life easier. You know, it's yeah. still a challenge for sure. Cause at the end of the day, mm. right. These are practices and bias. Mm. The, and I think that's the silver lining is it, you know, whenever, and I'm sure you have these conversations with people all the time too, is uh, with folks that perhaps they've never tried meditation or they're intimidated by it. And they say, Oh, well, you know, my mind is always racing. And I always tell them mine too, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, but that's why, you know, meditation is the practice to help bring more stillness and to observe, right? Mm. The thought and it's, and it's the practice really that helps you increase your quality of life and remembering it's a practice. We're all students at the end of the day, all of us are, no matter how many certifications or whatever you have, like at the end of the day, we're all still students of life. Yeah. I have a question for you, sister. Yeah. What what does your ideal version of accountability look like for you? And what does it what do you feel like it looks like for either community or the world? For me personally, you know, I I guess I think back to my my fifteen year old self and she was clouded with doubt and depression. I think that was the first time I went through a form of depression and um and I I didn't know how to get help and I I asked my mom I was like can I go see a therapist and um you know and this was never something really taught to me in my family is just something I learned that, you know, therapists are there to help you if you need it. And so my mom, she took me. And then at that time I only went, I ended up not going, I didn't pursue more than that visit um, because I actually went to a psychiatrist because we didn't know, you know, we were navigating and this psychiatrist wanted to give me a bunch of pills. And I knew I was like, no, this doesn't resonate, you know, and teach their own, you know, everyone, but for me, it just didn't. And then years later, I went and, and sought after a, a psychologist uh, when I was 18. And at that point, that's, that's what worked. That's what I needed. So I think for me, it's always remembering like no matter like self-accountability for myself, what I've shown myself is to ask for help, you know, ask for help when you need it. And then not only and then once you're getting that help, then I found that real transformation started to happen in my life when I would, when I've gone to therapy. And in addition to that, taking the steps, the lifestyle changes that I needed to improve my life. And it sucked and it, and it was hard at first, you know, to implement. And sometimes it's still, you know, whatever new thing it is that I want to adopt, there's always that time of adjustment. But remembering like what you were saying earlier, almost like not in a way ignoring like that immediate talk, but knowing that the reward that you're going to see is so much bigger, that's what motivates me, you know, always to change is to remember like, okay, it might suck for a little bit as I get used to this new change that I'm implementing in my life. But to know that the long-term positive impact it's going to have, that's what 
keeps me going. So it's like, so yeah, it's like a combination of remembering it's going to be, it's going to be difficult, but again, it's growth. So I guess to answer your question, it's not being afraid to change, even if it's going to be painful (laughs) and remembering like it's only going to be painful for a little bit. And then, um, and for community and the world, um, it's just remembering like, and kind of what you said earlier too, that to remember to lean on friends and family more is that, you know, for the community to know that we are part of community and we have each other. And if we can all uplift one another by having conversations like this and to know that you're not alone in it, I think it'll help us get through any turbulent time. Like, yes, the world is in a turbulent time right now. It's not the first time or the last time of turbulence that the world's going to see. But the more that we can unite, I think, through our own accountability and to show up for others, it'll continue to help improve the state of the planet. It's a good, good answer, <laughs> sister. I love that. I love that. <laughs> what you're, about you? I, I love how you go over your whys, like your your reasons, you know, especially when it comes to to your aspirations. You know, you want to make a difference in in community, and so you start with yourself, and but then you always remind yourself of of how you want to make change right and like for myself like my idea of accountability is is always keeping at the forefront um my whatever role it is i have a part of community and a part of you know worldly things i can forget about that because you know especially if i'm not compassionate to myself and and then so i start to to not acknowledge that my my actions uh, can make great change or can affect others or even just on an individual basis. One thing that I've been noticing about how I continue to upkeep my uh, accountability is to always um, find ways to feel that connectedness with the world and universe and and even the small things, you know, and that um when i when i whether i'm using meditation or or reading a book or experiencing conversation i find a way to relate myself to that um to that experience and it helps me feel you know not so secluded cuz i know i know like things like depression can make us feel really secluded and separate from the world um, as if we're, you know, you know, when we put up walls and how we break them down can really help us strengthen our reasons why we want to remain accountable for ourselves and others. So more of what you said in my ideal uh, self accountability is to continue relying on learning from others. And it doesn't, and, and that can look like anything, right? It can look like me asking you for help or it can look like you know me knowing that i don't know always reminding myself that i have much to learn that i'm always a student that i can learn from from every situation every moment mm-hmm. is a new as a new teacher for me and whether that moment is a person or a, a mishap an accident uh, a failure a success it's it's that ability to to have that perception where you can always uh, take in, take in from the world, 
And I think and the more and the more we do that individual to individual, then that could reflect into an ideal world of accountability, which requires a lot of a lot of acceptance of of oneself. So that way they can accept other people's points of views, um, even if they're different. And it doesn't mean that they have to completely understand, right? But yeah, yeah. So that that's what it would be. And and I find I I, I find ways to to f- experience more oneness too is is um, finding your artistic flow of some kind, whether it's Ashtanga yoga and going going hard at it and feeling you know like like you go you, uh, for example for me at least like say with the seer wheel uh it's this circular circus thing that i spin Which, around in by the way phil started this in the heart right of quarantine <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, to be honest it, it was uh it, it almost felt like a spur of a moment purchase, but I definitely feel like it came into my life for a reason. Absolutely. It came, it came full circle. <laughs> but and, sorry, sorry. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm not good or I wouldn't say I'm a pro or anything. I, I want to get better. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. And exactly right. So like the whole looking at the seer wheel as not just, not just, me one day performing for other people but knowing that that performer fill in the seer wheel is not just that it's the whole process of beginning to end of of you know like the failures the the falls the 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 plateaus of not getting better for a while and then finding you know then finally reaching out for help because i actually visited like an instructor the other week and then you know progressing from there and and the reason why i say that is just because you know like we you know um the accountability those small those small choices of accountability from you know like uh, simple hygiene to 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 maintenance to to taking action towards the things you want to accomplish there it's all one huge process of tiny little steps when i apply that to myself in comparison to my to the world that I'm also a process for this world to continue moving forward. Um, I can't help but feel oneness. I can't help but feel like as if I'm like, like I'm a cell, like, like a cell in my skin, a part of other cells that require, that are all required to work together in order to, to do what it needs to function. Right. And um, I feel like I am that I am a single uh, a cellular skin cell uh, of the world. Of, yes. yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it sounds, sometimes it can sound silly, but like, um, I yeah, use yeah, analogies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use analogies and different ways of perceiving worlds or this world in order to remind myself of how interconnected we are. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, it reminds me of what you just said. Uh, there's this documentary on Netflix. It's called heal. I really, mm-hmm. I, I strongly recommend I watching it. it. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you haven't. No. So good. <laughs> so good. And, um, and one of the things that someone on there was talking about was about like our pH level. Um, and just obviously like certain acidic foods, acidic uh, drinks will obviously make you more acidic. And therefore that's when you're, when you're more prone to illness 
And it just made me think of the planet. It's the same thing, you know, and, and it really made me see like our, we're just little ecosystems. Our body is a little ecosystem. Yeah. We're, the, we're the micro of the macro and, yeah. um, and just we are interconnected and with each, obviously with each other, but with all beings and earth and the universe. And it just makes sense that we would be like, <laughs> yeah, we're little, little worlds, each of us. It's so true. That's it. Like, it, it was hard for me to see that before because I was only seeing myself as my own problem and solution. Like I, I couldn't see outside of myself and I also couldn't see within. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that, you know, like everything I was experiencing pain and, and suffering and bliss and, and pleasantness. Um, I always felt no one, I wanted other people to, to know that I felt these things, but I couldn't, I would always feel like, no, I was always misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And, and that was all, all a result of me not seeing that I have a place in this world mm-hmm. that I'm not me believing that I wasn't connected to anything. And it, the one, one really profound way that I f- felt it was during Vipassana meditation retreat. Um, and it was just simply feeling my senses, um, that moment in meditation where you just feel your body to the point where you feel tingling and feeling just little tiny pops of sensation all over. And our meditation teacher uh, made the compare made the um, analogy in comparison to arising and passing. How um, every moment is just everything arising and passing, including you know our sense of touch. Um, and then you know from there, I would just you know know feeling that I would feel like knowing that what I'm feeling is just my skin and my nerves and all the individual cells and organs and things within me that are working together that all at at one moment arise to be me. And, and I was like, you know, and then so, and then another thing too, real quick is like, you know, like for, for what I've noticed too, is because of, especially with our sense of sight and how we feel like we're looking out, out of a, a thing, um, it can make us feel that can also be kind of like an illusion of separateness because yeah. You know, I can't look out of your eyes, Monica. Mm-hmm. I can only look out of mine. So I, it always feels like I'm looking out of a room of 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 a person. Yeah. Um, but when I dissolve, when I the way I learned how to dissolve that that feeling of separateness, it was through that meditation retreat where once I felt like all of these sensations. Um, and by the time I use that, I try to describe this in words. It it, it almost kind of like gets filtered out. But I've you know, it's like, it's almost like an experiential uh, happening where you notice all of you arise, all of the things that make you, you, including the atoms. I'm not actually feeling, I don't know if I'm feeling atoms or not, but, you know, just using my, my, my imagination, my creativity in that sense to, to know and notice and feel all that coming at once and that, it's so strange to think that all of these little things um, are all working together and and then in a moment by moment basis, I'm able to interact and have very complex conversations and being able to flip my perception mm-hmm. um, at will, uh, or at least I try despite having all these separate different things 
And, you know, that's when I look at my body or even if I look at inanimate objects, how they work, how they all work together. Like that's what I see as humans now too, Mm -hmm. that we're all just, you know, more of tiny, tiny interconnected uh, pieces of the universe this is where like words start to fail me because <laughs> it, gets it, it gets so crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I really like is when, because now it seems like uh, science proving a lot of theories of, that spirituality has been putting forward for a long time, quantum physics. Yeah. In the documentary, Heal, they, I think they use the word entanglement, something like that, where before the Big Bang, we were all literally connected, you know, and when the Big Bang happened, then that's when the separation happened. But we still have like these strong energetic ties to one another. And it's amazing, really. And it, I mean, I find like with current times that we're in when it comes to the pandemic or the Black Lives Matter movement is like there, there's like this deep empathy that I feel that I've, that I felt, you know, that I, I mean, I've always been quite empathetic, but during these times, it's like even it's, it's almost gotten even stronger where I think that's what motivates me to make sure that I'm staying grounded and as level-headed as I can so I can continue to show up in the best way for my world, you know, my, to my for my fellow human brothers and sisters and my fellow planet beings, <laughs> you know. So it, that's what motivates me too is to be, to be well, to be accountable so I can continue – to show up in the best ways for my community. You do a wonderful job, sister. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, but yeah. Um, I learned a lot from you too. So one thing I learned from you in, in terms of accountability is how well you ask for help. Um, and for myself, I, you know, I, just, just the way things worked out in, in growing up in my life, asking for help was really hard. I always felt like I had to prove myself for some reason, like I can do it. And a lot of that had to do with, you know, proving that I was better than my, my parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I can do this, I could do that, which in the end, which is, it's crazy how that, you know, that can all turn around on, on a person and cause more suffering. And it could be like a feedback loop of a cycle of you know experiencing the suffering of not asking help and then feeling then falling into resentment and thus secluding yourself more um but i'm very happy that i've met people like you and the Mm -hmm. love yourself foundation and even all the transpirings before the love yourself foundation was created like and how all those things in my life all, all whether it was suffering or bliss all of that needed to happen to where I am now at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I feel the same way, Phil. And, you know, earlier when you were talking about when uh, you didn't feel like you had a place in this world, you know, when you're struggling through that and and that feeling like I couldn't help but remember, um, you know, the ways that you've showed up for me in times of extreme suffering, (laughs) you know, and you were there, you know, this was before... I had, I mean, I've I've always had a good close knit of friends, but this was before like I was really going to dive into this mental health journey. And um, when I found myself in 
deep darkness and you were there you know you were my friend that I felt you were just there you know both times where I really needed someone and you truly were there for me in the way in in ways that I'm always going to be grateful always you know beyond this lifetime <laughs> because I needed someone to to help in those times was just to remember why I wanted to be alive you know and why I deserved to be here and and you helped me remember that that and I will always like I said be so grateful and and I remember in one of those times um, these are long stories that perhaps maybe one day I'll share it but in one of those times like Phil when I just I really needed help and and I remember he looked at me and he's like you know these are the moments where I this these are the moments where I think I'm alive (laughs) you said something like that (laughs) and I remember I was like oh my god yes (laughs) yeah but but man yeah that's all i love you phil oh i love you too sister (laughs) and i I think i don't know if this is the reason why at the time but thinking about it now is like when when someone asks you for help or asks me for help it reminds when i'm asked for help it reminds me of you know that i'm not the only one here you know that i'm that i am affecting other people that whether and I'm affecting people whether I'm present or not, because my presence can affect, and my and my lack of presence can affect, you know. And that, I think that's true for everyone. And um, definitely, like, I think like the the theme of of this accountability conversation is, you know, uh, asking, seeking help. Um, uh, why, as 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 a really good um, guide for taking our the the self accountability steps, you know, because of course you know, like just like anything, there's a balance. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like you ask for help, um, not to the point where you you have to rely a hundred percent. At times we do, right, and but that can't last forever. Eventually, exactly. we all have to take we all take our own steps asking for help is a part of one of those steps too. It's, it's not going to be the complete answer, but, but yeah, like, like, like I said before, as long as we take each moment as a learning opportunity, whether it's from friend, family or story or media or thing, I think we'll, we'll all do the best we can with what we got at every moment, at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Remember the four agreements. You know, until oh, we- <laughs> I love the four agreements. <laughs> so always do your best. You know, yeah, and how our best yeah. looks. Our best looks different every day. Really, oh man, like, uh, our close friend Ashley. She was the one who sh- showed me that book, and I honestly think that that those experiences and that book. Um, I think it's like two thousand. 17 i think i could i can like i I was always hard for me to pinpoint a time where i i thought i was like on the path spiritual path a waking up path uh but i definitely think that book and those experiences of friendship with with you all that year really uh was a big step towards being accountable for my own self-help and mental Mm-hmm. mental health self-health mental health because now looking on looking back on it i definitely even when i wasn't so very aware 
of my impact and, and my own thoughts. I was really just flying on a whim of sensation of just reacting to this and that. I got to give myself credit. I, 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 you know, I always wanted to be there for friends if I could, but to be there for myself uh, was really because of that book. And, and I wouldn't have known that book if I hadn't had known y'all, you know, mm-hmm. I got to say one tip for anyone who's listening, you know, another one of those ways to help with being accountable for yourself is to learn more about yourself. Really, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, and learning about yourself without being uh, too hard on yourself and being and being compassionate about what you've gone through. Choosing to look at your life through different perspectives. So that way, you know, that that way you, you can what individuals can uh, experience life, you know, through other people's shoes as best they can, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that takes practice. That takes practice. Yeah. And what I find is like all these things just helps us just lead a more uh, quality of life, like a better quality of life. Um, lately, <clears throat> it's been coming up a lot for me, things that I've read uh, about talking about spiritual spiritual bypass and po- positive toxicity, um, mm. which I think are really good things to bring to light. Um, mm. And that's one thing that those are things that, um, yeah, you know, it's good to be, to know. It's like just to walk this path of remembering or awakening, however people want to call it. <clears throat> it's not about shunning at all the darkness or forgetting about it or squashing it or whatever. It's about acknowledging it, you know, and, and feeling it. And honestly, sometimes it feels terrible, <laughs> but it's the, but it's again, I know it kind of goes back to what I said earlier. It's just the knowing that it's going to get better, you know, that by allowing yourself to feel it will pass. Everything passes. You know, the only constant we have is change. So, yeah, I just want to bring that to light because it's it's so true. I don't like seeing it either when any bypassing happens of any kind. So to just remember, like, whatever you're going through, you know, however difficult or ugly it feels, like, you can acknowledge that it doesn't feel good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Getting used to that, um, getting used to seeing those things and making like seeing the parts of, of yourself or remembering past moments where you didn't live to your highest self. It's hard to to get past, you know, uh, negative negative thought or, you know, it, it's hard to to not be so hard. And it's it's even harder at times to find compassion when when you fall when you focus so much on those those shortcomings what has always helped me become more compassionate is lately has been by looking at other people's examples you know when i see, when i see the world despite all of these um you know this 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 craziness i i do see like the little blips of light of communities or individuals who who do things and and I'm glad they they put themselves out there like our our team members in the LYF community and the arts community in in Las Vegas we're we're all still trying our best to do our thing and and I, I love that you know 
we're all becoming more aware of toxic positivity, right? Yeah. Because I think what that really also reveals too is like being highly focused on any one perception or pattern of thinking uh, can have its own downfalls, whether it's good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like when, you know, like that whole meme of, you know, like, you know, like shun the negativity and then bring in all the positivity. It's almost like, you know, don't acknowledge anything bad, only acknowledge good. And it's, it's kind of like, it's the same kind of trap as one would look when look through social media and only compare uh, all the good pictures and, and yeah. not, not the bad things that aren't captured on film. It's, it's like, it's pretty much kind of like the same pattern of thinking. Right. And of course, you know, uh, the spiritual bypassing definitely like, and even that, even those things, you know, as, as much as we don't want those, I don't want those things to occur within myself or other people. I also see it as a compassion from, I try to see it from a compassionate point of view that Mm -hmm. when I have, or I witness others, spiritual bypass things, it's, it's almost, it's, it's another for a veil of illusion upon ourselves Mm -hmm. or upon that individual who maybe they think they're helping or they, maybe they think they're, um, because they've already been doing these good things for themselves, right. That, that no, they, they fall susceptible to the thought that no other bad thing can happen. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's its own kind of suffering in itself. All I can do is at least, you know, when I witness that is just, you know, bring it up, speak up or be compassionate yeah. still, you know. Absolutely. And it reminds me again of uh, the four agreements <laughs> about, <laughs> you know, don't take things personal. And it's, it's true. It's uh, people are operating to the best of their ability and to their vantage point. And like you just said, perhaps they think they are helping and in their world, they, 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 yeah, they think that. And it's, again, there's just so much that we cannot control and what we can control is our reactions (laughs) and how we operate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Humans can do so much when we are when when we can sync up together like that. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's I just look at this world what what humans have done and 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 you know and I don't see it as separate from the earth. Humans, you know, we're earthlings, so we're I don't I like everything we do in a way. You know, it started from a causal from the earth. So we've done so many things working together and and it's just evidence of uh what we can do when we when we hold each other accountable mm-hmm. uh for helping each other as, as of right now maybe the focus of uh our accountability is towards uh growth and i mean and i'm i don't mean that in like self-love growth but like just growth in general like growth in fiscal growth in productivity and that fact, uh, that kind of accountability has helped us in terms of like being more uh, helpful in our medical field for, for individuals' way of life in some aspects. You know, eventually we're going to have to change our focus of accountability like we are now. Right now is like a lot of accountability for self-mental health or self-help or mm-hmm. mental health, um, asking for help. That kind of accountability 
is, you know, shifting and, and we're all witnessing that too. So which is fun, which is cool to, you know, interesting to think that accountability can also just be like toxic positivity if we allow it. If mm-hmm. we accountability can be focused on, you know, yeah. on on things for so long. And and I'm not saying that growth is bad. I'm just saying that in my eyes that I, I feel like we've done enough material growth. <laughs> <laughs> or we've, we've we've done enough in in terms of certain aspects like yeah like money yeah you know? absolutely like, and I and for me you know I I know there's a lot of theories going out out there about this year but my what I personally believe is that you know and I'm really happy that you you know we are of earth as humans and yeah I see what's happened this year as a great time of balance it's like mother nature in a way bring balance to our ecosystem and yeah. it doesn't mean yeah it's been harsh you know and i definitely feel for everyone you know that suffered and is suffering but i do believe that on a bigger scale this is all connected to how we've been treating the planet and it's been a yeah. great year of taking accountability as a species <laughs> <laughs> with what we've been doing to our yeah. planet, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like that you said that with Mother Nature. Um, and it, it ties back to what I, what I was trying, uh, the point that I think I was trying to make earlier too, was like we, we separate ourselves a lot, mm-hmm. whether we separate ourselves from community, but also the fact that we're just uh, pieces of, of nature. Uh, in the end, we're just made out of, out of of cells atoms and and blips of light and no different than uh you know plant. no different than plant mount everest mm-hmm. um no different than empty space and that mother mother nature is running its course through us and like how we're all reacting um mm-hmm. positively reacting towards uh all of the suffering that's going on is in fact, Mother Nature itself taking its course too, and knowing that too, seeing my life in that perspective with that thought gives me a lot of peace, knowing that things are flowing. But of course, you know, I'm not just gonna lay here and, and things are gonna happen, you know, for me. But mm-hmm. but in terms of the bigger picture, I have faith that things will flow as well as they can, and I think that's important to dissolve our separateness from that because you know i think keeping ourselves separate from mother nature is part of the reason that you know humans have been living this life of just strictly focused on growth yeah um Mm -hmm. material growth um that we can conquer whatever this whatever environment the world Mm -hmm. throws at us but you know we're, we're also our own force as well yeah you know, just like mm-hmm. hurricanes and volcanic eruption and earthquakes, humans are are an equal uh, force that you know that can provide life and, or destroy too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, absolutely. And so I, I I find it's been a I know this year has definitely humbled me in many ways, and and I hope it's humbled our species to remember that we are part of this system and we all 
in order for it to function, we have to cooperate with one another and not just with uh, other humans, but with all beings. And so my wish is that we all remember this and we continue to work together and try our very best to show up in love and compassion. And I'm really so grateful and excited and just so proud of how the Vegas community has gotten even closer, you know, this whole year. And I'm so excited to see what's to come. And um, and I know these times are difficult and they're definitely worth noting, but we are growing and growing doesn't look pretty sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We can't get attached to, like I know we we talk about our ideal version of accountability, but we also can't be attached to that because then we forget that you know like like you said from moment to moment it could be messy to to neat and tidy, and getting too attached to that ideal version makes us live in the future too much mm-hmm. you know when when each moment of accountability uh it, well is exactly that the moment so yeah I feel you know. Like I really do have hope that we're all getting better at that because, like, as yeah. as much as 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 we talk, uh, as humans, kind of, you know, we, you know, we how we feel about the internet and social media. I think you know a lot of our self growth is because of of all that too. Just as much, you know, learning to see things as not simply just you know uh, binary one or two, but you know between one and two, there's infinite decimals you know things aren't always one and two you know they can be 1.0569 you know yeah uh to infinity so again if just for me uh helping me be more accountable for community uh is to to find ways to see myself as part of the whole Mm-hmm. Um, and to recognize when I start to seclude myself. Now, sometimes, you know, there have been moments when I have um, put all my eggs in the community basket and, you know, sometimes I need to put eggs in my basket, you know, yeah. and that's where that's I can really refocus right. in. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a, like a camera lens where I, I, um, I, where I, sometimes I need to adjust for very far, far, uh, very close up. Mm-hmm. Uh, focal points like you know like my own life or sometimes I need to focus out and be able to see the entire uh, scene as well mm-hmm. yeah um, and, and it's like a muscle and we get better at it yeah. if we practice it and we hold each and then holding our friends accountable and allowing them to hold us accountable too mm-hmm. it's a little sad all about bringing that balance and I feel like this year um, has been really good for you know again not dismissing the hardships at all but in hindsight of the growth um, for LIF we've grown in a lot of ways that I didn't necessarily predict at the beginning of the year and we we know we haven't been able to do the events um, and in a lot of ways I feel like my spirit has been able to like rest and like recalibrate, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm actually really grateful of that because, you know, to produce events um, for those that perhaps never have, it takes so much work, you know, and it's, it's great. I love it. But it, in a lot of ways, I'm like really grateful of this time of rest that we've gotten. And I'm really, and it's making me that much more excited for when we get to start doing them and um, which will be soon. 
Um, and I'm so happy and grateful of that. And I just wanted to also just bring light to the fact that um, I have so much gratitude to Phil, not only because of everything he's done to help me grow and myself and my accountability, but also he was one of the people that I first asked. I was like, I want to do an event for, for LYF, but I need help. And then, and he got he came right on board, you know, and, and he helped create really the idea of the Love Yourself Expression event, came up with the name. So it's you know, I'm so beyond thankful of Phil because he's helped he's co created this community with me along with the others and just he's been so instrumental in it. So just so amazing to see our growth the love yourself expression is going to become two years old in december and so so much growth these past couple years (laughs) oh man (laughs) it feels like almost a decade ago or half a decade ago (laughs) that event but i'm really happy to be a part this pattern of humans and pattern of, of love and compassion that we've been creating together. And I really thank you for um, asking for me for help. Um, that really helped me more than you know. Mm-hmm. It, it really helped me find uh, more power within my own actions. And being accountable is a part of that. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I can't wait for the next Love Yourself Expression event. I've been really wanting to hang around more of the community once more and and doing whatever part I can do to to help others find ways to love themselves uh, more and more each day. Yes, yes, me too. Well, I think that's a wrap for us, Phil. Is there any, any last comments or anything you would like to say? I guess I'll, I'll leave with a quote. Um, it's one of my favorite quotes from this, this series of science fiction fantasy books. And it's a list of, of ideals. And it's three of them. And it starts with life before death, strength before weakness, and journey before destination. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think that's yeah. a perfect way to end this. I won't won't even add to that. That's perfect. (laughs) Thank you, Monica. Love you. I love you so much. And um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for everyone listening. Um, If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.